You're listening to the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to another edition of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, CJ Palmasano. Thank you so much for joining me here. Uh, we're going to be talking about a few things that have happened this week in the world of pro wrestling. We'll be giving a review, a little bit of a review of AEW Dynamite. Um, we're going to be talking about some other news stories and one big topic I wanted to talk about. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to kick things off with this. Um, with everything going on in WWE, with all these releases, with the changes of NXT, you know, and the most recent releases of guys like William Regal and Samoa Joe and Road Dog, it just leads me to believe, and and it's it's no secret that 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 I Vince McMahon probably uh, probably. Uh, blames Triple H for this whole thing and NXT for losing to AEW in the quote-unquote Wednesday Night Wars when really NXT didn't really have, they didn't really stand much of a chance and the only time they ever really did stand a chance was when uh, was when the main roster stars came and it's just a shame and my big thing I want to talk about here starting things off in the podcast is should Triple H leave WWE? It's a question we have to ask ourselves at this point. And you could say a few things of like, well, wouldn't that kind of mess up the family dynamic? He is married to Stephanie McMahon. You know, her father, his father-in-law is the chairman of the board and he's running the company. And You know, look, there comes a time, I think, where... You, your, you know, your ego, your pride, whatever you want to call that, or whatever, whatever is the words I'm looking for here. Your self-respect, okay? Because whenever you saw Triple H talk about NXT, you saw the passion in his eyes. You saw that he had a vision for what he, where he thinks pro wrestling is going, and and he was on the right track with it. And there's so much that, you know, for years now. Us wrestling fans have been talking about, oh, Triple H is going to take over WWE, and it's going to be the best thing ever. Look at what's going on with NXT. Look, look at it. It's going to be great. But look at what's happened over the years. Look at what's happened. Not only with NXT, it's rebranding. Bruce fucking Pritchard is taking over NXT's booking. And we've all seen what fucking great things he's done with Raw and SmackDown, and I'm being very sarcastic right now. Because here's the thing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And NXT, there was nothing wrong with NXT. There was nothing wrong with the format that Triple H wanted to do. There was nothing wrong with it. But it's because Vince McMahon can't stand losing. Vince McMahon can't stand any other wrestling company being a wrestling company when your wrestling company hasn't been producing good storylines, really, really good storylines to a point where enough people want to tune in and watch and the overall wrestling community want to want to tune in that it just hasn't been like i look at the wwe roster I look at the AEW roster and like yes there are there are stars in wwe and can be larger than life stars but they're not there 
And the same thing could be said for AEW as well, for certain guys and girls. But my overall point is that I enjoy watching AEW Dynamite every single week. I enjoy it thoroughly. Maybe I have some gripes here and there. Maybe I have some things I'm not too happy about. Maybe I have some things that like, ah, maybe that shouldn't have happened. That's the same thing with every wrestling show, you know? You, you might want to nitpick, nitpick a few things. But Raw or SmackDown, whenever I watch regularly, I'm just like, what the fuck are they doing? There's, there's so many things. WWE is only starting to get somewhat interesting now with this whole thing. And it's just... I'm kind of deterring off a track for a moment. The question is, is, should Triple H leave WWE? Should Triple H leave WWE, start his own promotion potentially, or even go to AEW? And I think... Uh, now, I, I'm not sure if Triple H would ever go to AEW. I, I don't know. But stranger things have happened in the world, you know? CM Punk was able to come out of retirement because of AEW. Brian Danielson went over to AEW. Uh, years ago, Chris Jericho went to AEW, and it was a huge deal. It's like, whoa, Chris Jericho doesn't work for anybody else. Um, it's it, it, It's a lot, you know? You know, I also didn't think that Undisputed Era would be in AEW right now a year ago. I would not have thought that. So, I think Triple H at this point should just leave the WWE. Because imagine working on something so hard and you're so passionate about it and you genuinely care about the future of the business you've been in for so long and you care so much you're just like i i just want to do this i just want to be, have this be the best pro wrestling show i could possibly have it be i love the, like you know these are my guys right here keith lee adam cole the undisputed era bobby fish kyle o'reilly and roderick strong uh look at uh, johnny gargano tommaso champa you know pete dunn Walter, Tyler, Bate, these guys are great, Alistair Black, Matt Riddle, it's it's just a real disappointment to see someone who is so passionate about something, to see someone bring the, our, the, the best pro wrestling product in so long, and what was the best pro wrestling product, the best uh weekly television programming at one point and so many guys and girls have come and gone from NXT to the point where like only a handful of them have really seen a lot of major success on the main roster and those major success stories are Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch and I can't really think of many to other NXT call-ups who have uh, Sasha Banks I guess you can say as well Sasha Banks um, who are really, really, uh, you know, that had a hell of a, a lot of success and have kind of pushed into that main upper atmosphere, uh, pushed the stratosphere and the glass ceiling, whatever you want to call it, and everybody else just, just didn't really fit the mold, I guess. I don't know. And if I'm missing out on other wrestlers, I could be. You know, go ahead and tell me. Tell us on here on Twitter, at TNAWP, you know, discuss with us. I just think that Triple H should leave WWE. I think he should leave, and I think he should probably start his own promotion. I don't know. There, there's plenty of people out there you can do. You, you know, you can get the people out there. And and for me, if I'm Triple H and if I'm looking at the free agency uh, landscape, 
And if I'm looking at the wrestlers who have been released, there's a few I'm looking at here. I'm looking at Keith Lee. I'm looking at Samoa Joe. I'm looking at, you know, potentially Bray Wyatt. I don't know if he would go there. Um, uh, you know, I'm also looking at uh, Tegan Knox for your women's division. Uh, you know, the for you know, you know, I think a guy like Dan Housen would be very funny in in something like that. Um, there's a, there's a lot of guys and girls who could benefit, and there's a lot of indie guys. You know, guys like R R J City. Um, uh, Joe Hendry uh, out in the UK, you know, there's there's a lot of guys who could benefit from it. And you could argue that AEW's roster could be getting a little bit full and maybe not everybody can go over there right now. But I have to say that whatever Triple H wants to do, because if it was me personally, if if it was my scenario, even if I was married to... My boss's daughter, and if I was ma- and he became my father-in-law, and I, and I had this whole thing. If I was in Triple H's shoes, and I put this whole thing together, and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this product, into this show, and then after all this time, it's just treated like an afterthought, and then it's it, I, it gets taken away from me. I wouldn't want to be there anymore. I wouldn't want to be part of that company anymore. Not to mention all my guys who I who are my friends are and who I put to this team together, I wouldn't want to be there. I would not want to be there. So if any of you guys, what do you think? I'm gonna put a poll up on on the on the Twitter page when this episode comes out, which would be the fr- which would be the 14th of no- of January, along with this episode. Do you think Triple H should leave WWE? And I'll put that out there. The rest of the podcast will be talking a little bit about AEW Dynamite. Like I said, uh, I believe I mentioned, I am pressed for time. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of time this episode. I usually do the typical hour, not this time. Uh, but we will go over what happened on AEW Dynamite, my favorite wrestling promotion and wrestling show that I love to watch. Um, last night's episode was a lot of fun. I genuinely, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I love the opening promo. Um, you know, I'm not crazy about opening promos, uh, but uh, you know, like you know, promos to open the show. But if you're gonna open with any promo, you gotta have Adam Cole come out, and then you have Red Dragon with them, Undisputed Era. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I felt that you know Adam Cole coming out and then having uh, you know Fish and O'Reilly with him, it just felt like Undisputed Era. It felt really cool, you know Adam Cole coming out and saying that uh, you know that you know since arriving he's not been pinned nor submitted and it's a new era, baby. Um, the you know I'm standing and I'm standing in between these two men, the greatest team on God's green. And the Young Bucks have come out and, you know, they're saying that, you know, there's there's tension building and they're building it so well between uh, within the elite. And uh, the Young Bucks say our New Year's resolution is to get back our tag team titles the long, as the longest reigning uh, AEW tag team champions. And Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley are like, oh, what a coincidence. Our New Year's resolution 
is to get the AEW Tag Team titles, and we're not going to let anybody stand in our way. Adam Cole just kind of gets in the middle of it, just like, whoa, that's, that's what I like to see here. Friendly competition within the elite. That's what we need, because what... But we shouldn't be focused on fighting each other. We should be focused on the best friends. And then best friends come out. Everybody, uh, everyone comes out. They start a big brawl. Adam Cole is about to kick um, Orange Cassidy in the head. But then Chris Statlander comes out and blocks him. And who comes out but Britt Baker and takes out Chris Statlander. Adam Cole hitting the last shot or the boom, I think it's called. His finisher now on the back of Orange Cassidy. Uh, just seeing this th- this sight of the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, Adam Cole, Brick Baker all together, and then as Cole gets ready for the Young Bucks uh, kiss spot where they kiss him on the forehead, Brick Baker just shoves him aside and goes, Hello, no, and just plants a big old kiss on Adam Cole. It's Imagine being Adam Cole right now. You're in the ring with with four of your best friends, your real-life girlfriend, and you're all on screen together. Um, This leads the question to be, uh, one, is Britt Baker in the Elite? Uh, I am not sure. Let's see what the good old Wikipedia says about that. Uh, I don't know why I just did a fucking southern accent. Um, There's a lot. Um... As a, she's listed as a uh, as an associate of the elite, but the current elite is um, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, it is uh, you know the the um, the paragon I think is what AEW trademarked recently that these guys will be called. Um, I'm very interested to see how things go with this story. There's no word yet on when Kenny Omega will be returning to... to, Oh my god, I almost said WWE. (laughs) Back to AEW. Um, To eventually have this feud. But if Kenny can heal up relatively soon, uh, you know, I could see Double or Nothing, the Elite versus Era, Omega and the Bucks versus Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish. And then I can see at All Out, we could do... Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks, along with Omega versus Cole. I think that would be really good. I think you could stretch that out for a while there. Um, and then Britt Baker and Adam Cole could be doing the whole power couple thing. That would be really cool as well. Um, overall, love the opening segment here. Uh, really, really well done. But I also loved, I loved uh, this CM Punk Wardlow match. It was more of a segment. But Wardlow was getting the better of CM Punk for a while, and when Punk lost his, um, when he lost sight of what he was supposed to be doing, when he hits the uh, the knee on Wardlow, he goes to flip MJF off. But Wardlow takes advantage, and he just keeps power bombing him. He bombed him up five times. You know, I was thinking to myself, how are they going to do this? Wardlow's undefeated. CM Punk's undefeated. Surely Wardlow's not going to be the one to beat CM Punk in his undefeated streak. And surely, they're not going to ruin Wardlow's undefeated streak after the tear he's been on lately. So what happens is, I thought, like, you know, is is um, is Punk going to kick out of the power bombs while, while Wardlow's standing on top of his, uh, just one foot planted on his chest, and then uh, MJF's like, no, 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 do it again. And he has two more power bombs on him. He just keeps getting in his face, gets pissed off, like... Because another side of it is, like, maybe in a kayfabe sense, secretly, maybe MJF doesn't want Warlow to be the one to beat CM Punk. 
and there and there has been some tension and jealousy going on for a while between Wardlow and MJF, and the the split has been teased. It almost happened the other night, but ultimately we had Sean Spears come in and make the save and stop that. But Wardlow also hit you know the the power bomb onto Punk. Punk barely just made it back in the ring, and as Wardlow hit, I think another power bomb onto Punk. MJF's like, no, another one. Just, just MJF was the DJ Khaled manager of this of this match. Another one, another one, another one. <laughs> um, so when Wardlow was going for the final power bomb, Punk was able to reverse it, roll him up, and win the match. Um, this was more of a great segment than a great match, and this really progressed well with the MJF and CM Punk storyline for their eventual match and this progressed really well with the eventual Wardlow MJF split I loved it so much great great job next up uh, we had Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs um, decent match um, uh, Leo Rush was uh, was it was strange not to see him so Jay Lethal came out and made the save for this okay I like Jay Lethal and he's on Dynamite they should use him more but um yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then they're building more to the Eddie Kingston Chris Jericho match, which I think we'll probably be getting at Revolution. And the Eddie Kingston the Chris Jericho says the inner circle will back up Sammy Guevara in this match tonight against two point uh, if two get involved against Daniel Garcia. Eddie Kingston walks up and tells Santana Ortiz that they'd be champions by now if it wasn't for Jericho and wants Santana Ortiz to choose. And both of them walk off. Jericho says that he, that if Kingston gets involved, they'll kick his ass too. Uh, this is a really well done segment. Um, I remember seeing something from like Fightful Select uh, where Eddie Kingston said that quote. Um, I don't know if that was if this was a pre-tape thing that led to Dynamite. I, I don't know, but I remember seeing someone on Twitter being like, "Fuck the inner circle." I'm like, "Broke, do you realize this is storyline? Like, this is fucking sto- like Jericho is not gonna hold back Santana and Ortiz to be AEW tag team champions." Like, they're not going to do that, you fucking mark. Um, I'm enjoying the build for the Kingston and Jericho match. I think it'd be probably be a bit of a sleeper match. Because I think some people kind of cooled off after, with Jericho after a while. But I, I think it could still be really well done. And then MJF comes out and he is slightly referencing the CM Punk pipe bomb promo. He's getting angrier and angrier and more red in his face. And he's like, the match you all want to see. You want to see it. You want the match next week. It's CM Punk. And before he could even say it, I just text. I'm texting with Sean throughout the show. I just say Sean Spears. And he goes, Sean Spears. I'm like, I fucking called it. I fucking called it. Like, they're not going to give Punk versus MJF on live free TV. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be at Revolution. And I think Revolution is in. February, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm just, this story has been played up so well. Um, next, we had the AEW World Champion Hangman Adam Page. Uh, he was cutting a promo, and then uh, then uh, Dan Lambert came out. That cocksucker. I think it is Dan Lambert. I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Dan Lambert came out, uh, and he was complimenting Hangman, but he's saying that, you know, you're not, you're not shit, boy. You're not shit. I don't know what the fuck he said. Um, but th- this segment was pretty much just, you know, he kind of ran him down, said he should be better. Uh, it just led to Lance Archer returning. Lance Archer looking great. Um, I love Lance Archer, and it kind of sucks. He's kind of like the filler feud for Hangman right now before the next big opponent. Um, so it's, I guess it'll be Archer versus Page at Revolution. 
Should be a good match. But, uh, yeah, that's what it is. And then Serena Deeb beat Hikaru Shida, uh, but Deeb was beating the fuck out of Shida before the match with a kendo stick and beating her down. Uh, and also uh, beat the shit out of her after the match. The, the Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida stuff is getting better and better and better, and one day I just want them to fight for the title because their feud has been fantastic. I don't think anybody expected it to be this good. Adam Cole and Britt Baker challenged Orange Cassidy and Chris Satlander to a mixed tag match, and the Bucks, Red Dragon, and Britt Baker and Cole were all fucking with Brandon Cutler, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly was calling him Landon. Uh, his name's Brandon. Oh, thanks, Buck. Shut up, Brandon. And it was there was all big shut up Brandon right at the end, uh, at the end of the fucking thing. I, I just love all these guys together. I love them so much. They, they themselves are probably having the most fun of, of of all the guys in AEW right now because they all are legitimate friends. It 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 sucks when it's gonna end the fun, but it's gonna be amazing when we see those matches. And next we had, ooh, let's see what we had here. We had Malachi Black. No, not Malachi Black. We had Pentagon Jr. taking on Matt Hardy in North Carolina. Pentagon, Matt Hardy was getting more cheers than uh, Pentagon was. But uh, it did lead to Malachi Black coming out uh, because Pentagon called him out. Uh, he attacked Pentagon Jr. I, I always call him Pentagon Jr. or Pentagon or Penta. I can never call him Penta Osero Miado. It's just, it's just weird to me. Um, so Pentagon was there. And Malachi came to attack, but then comes Griff Garrison, in comes Brian Pillman Jr. and uh, Julia Hart. They're all attacking Malachi Black, and it's just like, it kind of went a little longer than planned. I think maybe someone forgot to hit the lights and then for the big reveal, and Malachi Black was uh, laughing, and uh, JR called him Aleister Black. Lights go down, out comes Brody King. We were expecting Brody King for quite some time now, and now he's officially here uh, in the House of Black. Uh, this is a good tag team right here. Uh, I think we can get more people involved in the House of Black faction. I'm not really sure who. I think Abaddon would be a pretty cool women woman, so I should say, in, in a House of Black faction. Then next up, the acclaimed to beaten Bear Country in a tag team match, and after the match, Darby Allen King's Sting came out and they uh, got some payback from the acclaim. They're setting up a tag team match for next week. Uh, Jurassic Express uh, wished Ray Phoenix a speed of recovery and they want their first title defense against a top five tag team. And out come John Silver, Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order. And then we are a top five tag team. Top five in this and that. It was a pretty funny segment. Uh, but it's going to be Silver and Reynolds versus Jurassic Express on Rampage this Friday tonight, actually. Um, you know what's funny is if you actually look up Jurassic Express... On uh, Google uh, and the Wikipedia, that's all I will do right now just to make sure because I saw this. Um, Christian Cage is a part of the group. I'm not even kidding. That Christian, uh, well, no, not anymore. <laughs> they have him as an associate, but uh, on Wikipedia, he was at one point a member. I guess that's why you can't trust Wikipedia. Ah, uh, man. Uh, anyway, and then Matt Hardy was, he did not like the loss that he came, and Andrade Alidolo came and proposed to work out a deal. And he's like, amigo, do you like money? He's like, I love money. He's like, let's work out a deal. He's like, okay, but I want these people to see, or at home, or these people in the arena. It's like, oh, off the camera. So, there appears to be some alliance between Big Money Matt and Andrade. Um, Pac uh, thanked Malachi Black in a promo in a, in a vignette uh, for blinding him and says that the blindness has been a blessing. Pac claims that over the senses of all his other senses have been heightened and his vision has never been more clear. I guess 
pack is Daredevil now. He did use a red lighting, so let's see. Uh, Sammy Guevara beat Daniel Garcia to retain the interim TNT title. This was a fun match between Guevara and Garcia. I didn't, and I don't know if this is true or not, but Gar- they said on commentary that Garcia is only wrestling for five, uh, four years, I think. I mean, the last time I heard a crazy stat like that, uh, they said Darby Allen was 23 when he's in fact when he was in fact like I don't know 26 at the time of Chris Jericho's uh, world title match he had. Uh, after the match, 2.0 attack Sammy, Chris Jericho, and Eddie Kingston, and Jericho and Eddie Kingston take out 2.0, and Jericho and Kingston uh, get into an argument. Um, it's, I mean, this was a good show, and they're really doing a great job just building all these matches. I can see that the that the uh, the card. For Revolution is for sure going to be it's going to be about Page versus Archer, Punk versus MJF, Kingston versus Jericho, um, who the tag team champions uh, Jurassic Express might face. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll take a look at the AEW rankings and maybe we'll get an idea. Uh, AEW rankings, blah, 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 blah. Uh, AEW rankings as of most recently of January seventh. The top-rated tag team are the Acclaim and the Young Bucks and Santana Ortiz, the Revival, and then uh, Alex Reynolds and Stu Grayson. Um, I remember saying, like, wait, we're 1-0. They shouldn't be attacked. Uh, and then Sean had to remind me, well, the rankings don't change. Uh, even if they have whatever records they were, they don't change. So I would say that right now Riho is still the – well, actually, Riho lost – so maybe uh, ooh, I would say maybe I would say Chris Statlander is probably the next the next challenger, considering Britt Baker attacked her. She be the next challenger. Um, I don't know who Jade will face off. I would have to imagine maybe Jade could face she could face Ruby again. Who knows? Uh, but in the rankings right now, I see Ty Conti, I see Riho, I see Thunder Rosa. Um, I'd probably say maybe they do Thunder Rosa for Jade Cargill. As far as the tag team goes, I would really like to see... I would like to see the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express only to further fuel the story of them and Red Dragon feuding. Uh, I would like to see that. I would like to see that happen. You know, you know, they they'll have a match and then Red Dragon come out and they try to, you know, they want to help but really they don't or whatever. I, it would just be fun. I'm not all for chicanery and, and shenanigans and this whole thing with um with you know uh, matches and all that. But I think it'd be good. Hangman, I guess Archer is going to be his his next filler feud. Um, as far as Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara, they're probably going to have a unification match at Revolution, and that should be good. And Sammy should win. Uh, I think I I would hope all this has been building for Sammy to get a really big win over Cody, and I hope Cody turns heel in the process. I hope after Sammy Guevara beats Cody Rhodes, I hope that Cody just you know they go for the handshake and the hug, and then he just kicks him right in the dick and beats the fuck out of him, and Cody. Cody turns heel because Cody needs to fucking turn heel at this point. Seriously, where is my Cody Rhodes heel turn? Because they're really making me want it at this point. They're really making me want the Cody Rhodes heel turn that I so desperately want. And I think so many of us so desperately want at this point in AEW. Uh, you know, Cody is no longer the the he's, he's no longer the shining hero babyface. He should be a heel right now. But it would be even better if they played up this whole thing that he is a babyface. He thinks he's a babyface, but really he's a heel. That's really what we want to see here. Uh, that's I mean that's it would be nice because I think I remember watching um I think it was a pitches video from Cultaholic 
or it was like Quizzlemania from the Wrestle Talk guys, something along the lines of um, you know Hangman Page is there, Cody Rhodes comes out, he's the TNT champion, and he says like, look, uh, or whatever he was, he just comes out like, Hangman, look. I know these people are booing you. And then like, 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 Hangman's like, wait, what? And the people boo. like, yeah, listen, Hangman, they're booing you. They, they, they just don't like you. But look, I have to go back on my word, and I have to challenge for the for the, for the the world title. I have to. And everyone, she's booing and booing and booing. Like, it would be so funny. I mean, it, it would be. It would be so funny if Hangman Page's title reign was was lost by, by uh, was picked up like Kangman loses the title thanks to Cody Rhodes thinks he's a babyface and is the biggest heel in the entire wrestling industry I, I think it would just be funny it would be even funnier if he beat Hangman with a pedigree <laughs> I kid I kid it, it would be nice I think I think that would be a really great story um but the we got the journey and the moment of him being champion. I think Hangman's going to be champion for quite some time. I, I don't think that he's going to lose that title for a while. I think probably not more towards the end of the year. Um, I've been saying forever that I think it should be MJF to take the title off of Hangman Page. You know, we get that, and then um, I would say, I would say I don't know who after MJF. Maybe Wardlow, but I think we need some bigger guy. I mean. Obviously, they're going to want Danielson to be champion. They're going to want uh, Cole to be champion. They're going to want Punk to be champion. Personally, I would want to see CM Punk as a heel champion, uh, only because I think the whole... Uh, the babyface run is going fine right now, but when Punk finally sinks his teeth and turns heel, oh, man, how great would that be? It would be so fucking awesome. Um... Overall, though, I love this episode of AEW Dynamite. I thought it was a fantastic show. Uh, the build for going up to Revolution is going great. Um, and I cannot wait for that pay-per-view. And it's going to be a fun show. Anyway, guys, uh, apologies again. This isn't my typical hour-long podcast that I usually do. But I wanted to get something out here for you guys. Uh, my schedule is currently fucking nuts right now. Um, it's... Well, next week we should have a regular episode. So just wanted to give you something, a little something here. Uh, let us know on Twitter at TNAWP. What do you think? Do you think Triple H should leave WWE as our first uh, you know, question we had here? Let us know here on the podcast. You'll go, you can, blah, 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 if I could fucking speak for one minute. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us here on the podcast on Instagram at the Not Another, Not Another Wrestling Podcast, all one word. Uh, no spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. Um, like us everywhere. Uh, share with your friends. Uh, download your favorite podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, give us a five-star review wherever you can leave a five-star review on any of your favorite podcast app. And just keep supporting wrestling, keep supporting this podcast, keep supporting wherever you can go. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. I have been CJ Palmasano, and we'll see you all next time.